touch the ground with your feet and touch the ground with your wiener and <laughs> I rest your naked body on the ground. Teabag the earth. Tea <laughs> <laughs> the Dalai Lama once said, rest your ball bag on the planet and you will know enlightenment. <laughs> this is the Best Friends Ask Why podcast with Aaron and Dylan. Best Friends Ask Why, episode 23, uh, with Dylan Cabral and uh, Aaron Newman! That, that guy's Aaron. If yeah. this is the first episode that you're listening to, uh, thank you for being here, and uh, you can follow us. I, I'm, I'm going to do this a little more often and say like our socials at the beginning, because it says it all the way at the end, but uh, our socials are super dwindly, probably because we never fucking post on them. <laughs> yeah. I, I post on the story of Best Friends Ask Why a lot, but not enough of fully formed posts yeah. i should definitely be better at that um and we're getting there i'm trying to get re-motivated we're like that almost had that 25 episode <clears throat> funk not like a funk of a, about the podcast but like you start to get habitual about things yeah and it starts to get like less um kind of grandiose and like it's not as exciting yeah i mean it's still really we're fun. hitting the grind yeah i still fucking love it every time we're in here but it definitely um that you just it loses a little bit of its sparkle. Yeah. Um, but there's ways that I'm resparkling it, which is cool. And we'll talk about that later on the podcast. But you can follow us on Instagram at BFAWHY. Um, it'll be like a picture with uh, black background, white text yep. um, at BFAWHY. Um, my personal Instagram is at Dylan Whiskey Alpha, D Y L A N W H I S K E Y A L P H A. And then Aaron's. Jesus Christ. Mine is uh, a, at A Newman 9000. And it's A N E W M A N 9000. Yeah, if you're like, fuck the podcast, but these guys seem kind of cool. Those are the better ones to follow, but please follow the podcast one. Um, our Facebook is at, uh, or it's uh, facebook.com forward slash. B F A W H Y and then another slash. But uh you can find it probably in Google as well. Um so please go follow us on there. That'd be really freaking cool. And if you like today's podcast, if you get through this fucking stupid interview part or this not interview, this stupid intro part and you actually listen to the content of the podcast and you're like, Hey, these guys aren't fucking lame, then yeah. uh you could review it and stuff or share it with your friends and fam. Share it with your friends and fam. Yeah. But I mean Maybe fam, who knows? We'll see. <laughs> Share it if, with your friends. Depends how close with your fam are, how, how okay <laughs> with what the things that we say you are about those things. But uh, yes. other than that, man, I mean, uh, how have you been lately? I feel like we've been pretty, I mean, we say this on every podcast, but we've been pretty busy. We haven't talked that much. <laughs> but like, you've been in a hermit stage, kind of. Yeah. Like, you've been going through something. So I'm just like, wow, yeah. how are you doing? Like, what's going on? I mean, I'm just. It's I don't mean to blow your spot it. up oh, immediately. No, <laughs> um, I'm starting to like hunker down and finally get my money shit taken care of. Like Colleen and I sat down and wrote out a strict budget. She's a budget. Yeah, she's, she's well, a budget she's bitch, dude. She got that shit. Yeah. Oh, she is. Yeah. Oh no way. Cool. Yeah. So maybe I should have her look over mine. <laughs> <laughs> but we sat down and went over everything, and it's it's rough. <laughs> um, just. It's very doable, and it's exciting to see it all played out because the way it's laid out is it shows like a big green line once that thing is paid off, mm -hmm. and it just works its way down. And if I stick to it by December of this year, I'll have uh, I think I'll fifty only have, million dollars. <laughs> you know, I'll have uh, all but two of my debts paid off. Oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah, which is fucking dope. And then by april of next year it'll be just my car left oh nice yeah that's dope so the big ones just like credit cards and stuff like that yeah yeah that's cool yeah i need to i definitely need to hunker down with that for sure i mean yeah i'm uh i've been introducing like a lot more stuff into my life that i'm a little more excited about like finally trying it mm -hmm. um like for a long time with a lot of the podcasts i listen to like i listen to uh ben greenfield and kyle kingsbury intermittently like all these like biohacking type yeah. dudes and they always talk about like a lot of this woo woo bullshit that's like uh touch the ground with your feet and stuff <laughs> like this yeah and so just 
that I've been feeling strange for a while now. I haven't been working out as much as I should. And like, I have been stressing about money and time because I've been working so much. Yeah. You know, I've been spending like every day at work. I haven't been working as many hours as I could, but I've just been there a mm-hmm. lot. And, uh, that, that grind of waking up at, at four or three thirty, three fifteen in the morning, every morning, just yeah. is, it just fucking gets to me. <laughs> like I, everyone knows I'm not a morning person. Yeah. And, uh, um, so I've been, I've been getting like doing that for all the time has been really kind of like, it's, it's beating me up a little bit. So I started doing that. There's this beach in, uh, Everett called mm-hmm. Howarth park. And it's not that far from where I work and it's not that far from here. And, uh, while Lavella was at, um, therapy a couple weeks ago i think yeah me and chelsea i was just like we were gonna let's sit go usually, to the beach. usually we sit in the car and i was just like hey let's go check this place out because i saw yeah. it one time on google and it's fucking gorgeous for being an everett for you're being, like blown <laughs> yeah. away i mean the first day i was there i took a photo and i was like damn everett you look good because <laughs> <laughs> because when if, you think everett you think fucking crackheads and yeah i mean there's definitely gooder better part gooder parts there's of real gooder parts of <laughs> real gooder parts of Everett. um <laughs> spoken like a true evertonian <laughs> dude you don't even you can't even get meth you past this <laughs> but uh yeah it's it was really fucking pretty and so we went there and it's like uh it's like a we park down low and there's uh you can there's two parking lots you can park down low and then there's stairs they either go up or down mm-hmm. to this sky bridge and the sky bridge goes over the train oh, tracks I've been to this place. and then there's like this wood kind of <laughs> circular staircase that goes down to it mm-hmm. and then it's like rocks like usually like Pacific Northwest Beach but then there's parts that are just super sandy yeah and uh, I just been uh rocking the Burks and I'll take the Burks off and I'll just like strap them to my uh my pants mm-hmm. and um which makes me feel real pacific northwest like when i got shit all <laughs> against my fucking pants like yeah. it's all you just got to get carabiners on, on my every yeah belt dude loop. it's on my belt loops and shit and i fucking i got my poly pocket in my left pocket and i'm just your tamagotchi <laughs> on your other one yeah but uh i went there with chelsea and it was it was really cool and i find myself like it's one of those things that biohacking is this idea of like where you're it's it's a weird thing it's Mm -hmm. like you're like hacking the human body but it's it's weird because there are all these things that they tell you to do that realistically each one that you do do you don't feel like it's not like you're taking steroids you know it's like when you take steroids um and i'm not i don't have a negative opinion on steroids but like when you take steroids you have like a very noticeable difference and like your every interaction like you know like it, your recovery is much quicker your strength goes up significantly your attitude possibly can change i don't your know your dick gets tiny your, your ball bag just <laughs> shrivels up <laughs> um but it was one of those things that like once i took my shoes off and like i'm walking in the sand and i can just like feel the ground for like an hour mm-hmm. long i do find like there's supposed to be like some weird woo woo thing Connection. where it's like yeah like your body apparently i tried to watch a video on this so i could have some reason to talk about it like mm-hmm. in more of a realistic idea better than placebo but apparently like studies have shown that like your body has this naturally negative ionized state mm-hmm. and so like a lot of the things we interact with like sensory input adds positive ions to our body and like reconnecting with the earth can like supposedly help foster those negative ions again and hope ha- help to re-ionize your body yeah. which is like it sounds so fucking weird and like yeah. nothing well i mean me. even if you like think about just static electricity buildup and wearing rubber soles constantly like yeah. You got to discharge it maybe yeah. into the ground. Well, it's almost so. like in the same way, like we were talking about meditation in the other day. It's like, it's a, it's kind of a quick shot to mindfulness too, yeah. because like you're dealing with the different textures yeah. of life a and lot like more. Digging your fucking toes into the sand and shit. Yeah. And, and if you walk in the toes. water, like it changes every 10 feet, the yeah. texture of the sand. And sometimes it's like a lot more and sometimes sloppy. Sometimes you step and you on sink a fucking sharp ass rock yeah, and, and go, sometimes a fuck? shark will bite your fucking leg <laughs> off. And, <laughs> um, but I've been doing that lately and it's immediately the first day I went, I was like, man, I need to do this more often. Yeah. The only problem is like the same way I get obsessed with everything is like, I want to do I'm gonna be on the freaking beach all day. And then when I'm not there every day, I'm like, oh man. Like the uh before Ray oh so 
we'll be doing that, but before Ray's um, birthday okay. party for Izzy the yeah. other day. Um, Ray was on the podcast. For anybody who's a new listener, Ray's a good buddy of ours, and he's like a huge supporter of the I podcast. I smell your burp over here. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it probably smells like barbecue chicken and broccoli salad. It was, oh, I made that last night. It was so good. But um, I... Uh, Ray's a good fan of the podcast. Yeah, he's like a he's a friend of ours, and he's just like a really good supporter of the podcast. He's just a fantastic human. He was on an episode, so if you want to go back and listen to his episode, it's kind of crazy to think we have that much of a catalog yeah. that we can be like, "Hey, go back, go and check the, out this episode, go into the depths, yeah, see what's good." But Ray, we uh, have twenty. After this one, we will have twenty three hours. Well, more than twenty three hours. Yeah, because Dane podcast. was um, we marked three. Andrew yeah. Kearns was like a good almost two and a two, half, yeah, two and a some half. shit like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's crazy. Ray was two, wasn't he? It does make me feel like a bitch though, because Rogan was saying like I've done like twelve hundred podcasts now, and like each of them are at least two hours. <laughs> yeah, but like, he's been a, on the air for <laughs> yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, for like almost a decade. So yeah. that's pretty crazy. I mean, eventually we could have that, and that's nuts. But yeah. We're never going to catch up to that fuck. We should poison him. Unless he stops. <laughs> He's already doing pre-recorded not, episodes. He went away from the live deal. So Is he not doing live anymore? Mm-mm. Really? Yeah. I thought they still come up live on YouTube. I don't think so. I keep seeing shit on Instagram saying that he's not doing live episodes anymore. Oh, maybe not. Who knows? Like, there's a It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia meme where... What the fuck is the dude's name? The guy who looks like Haley Joel Osment. Do you know who I'm talking about? The fat, not the fatter one. The one who's always talking about, it's not fat, it's mess. Oh, uh, Mac. Yeah, Mac was trying to hand the Ted Bundy-looking motherfucker a bowl of soup. And it said, Joe Rogan is Mac. Pre-recorded episodes is the bowl of soup. And then Ted Bundy-looking guy throws the fucking soup. <laughs> <laughs> That's, geez. Well, yeah, I guess I haven't noticed because I don't really watch live that much. Yeah. And maybe I don't, haven't been getting as many notifications of them. But Yeah, when it comes to Rogan, I normally, like, watch three or four episodes in, like, a stint. Not all at one time, yeah. but, like, I'll do a three or four episode binge over a couple of days. So I like to have a little bit of a backlog, so I don't mind that he's not doing live. Yeah. Yeah, I've never really noticed. It's not something that I can I I can sit down and watch a video very much. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I can. Well, I mean, I guess but, if uh, it was part of your routine, like, oh, shit, it's fucking Joe Rogan live time. Yeah. Then maybe it fucks things up a little bit. Yeah, like, who but... knows? Like, I think Scott does live. He would watch them live because oh. he'd, like, while he's at his desk, like, yeah. working on stuff, he'd have it on, you know? Um, and that's probably fucking him that I haven't put up any of the episodes, even though I've edited two and they're just like <laughs> sitting there. I, did well, that one uh, upload? It said that there was a duplicate file. So I don't know what the fuck that means. That's annoying. Yeah. I don't know what Maybe the problem is. I don't think I have anything going on this weekend. So maybe I'll sit down and try and fucking hammer some of that out. Yeah. That's yeah. Cause that's a, I just don't know what that is. I mean, the editing process is it's not like it's taxing by any means but it's mm-hmm. just like the intermittent st- stint of it the the problem with my life is like trying to break it down into time slots is what i want to do yeah but none of my things are easily finishable tasks like yeah. quick ones that i can well that's the shit that irritates me the most about the video is that you have to let it sit for like an hour and then you come back and do some shit, and then you let it sit for another hour. Then you come back and double check that it worked. Yeah. And with YouTube, if you're not there, like keeping the computer from going to sleep, mm-hmm. it'll stop. And, and I then think it won't upload. That's the problem with though too is like if this was our apartment and my room was right there, and this is our living room, I think it'd be a lot easier. You know? Yeah. But the fact that even though it's t- t- fucking me complaining <laughs> about twenty steps, but yeah. it's just like it's easy for me to get lost and Upstairs. do other stuff. And then also like my fiance lives with us here as well, yeah. so just like interacting with her naturally. There's other things that come up that are supposed to get done. Yeah. And so I end up doing those. And then lately, I've been like spending a lot of time dedicated to my sister Lavella mm-hmm. and like trying to spend more time with my mom um there's just a, a lot of things that i have in the way which which is good and i enjoy all those things but it does get in the way of like us trying to create this uh um this entrepreneurial thing. style yeah. i guess like it's like this is a fun thing that we do for relief but it's also a business and so trying to yeah. dedicate the time to that does become difficult when i'm working 55 hours a week and and trying to be the backbone of my entire family which yeah. is like how i've been for forever like but trying now you have to step up into even more of a role yeah yeah because we have a teenager in the midst and she's a real doozy 
Um, but uh, Why can't you to... just not be a doozy? Yeah, but what I was saying about Ray's birthday party. So we went to Ray's daughter's birthday party. It was her one year old, or one his one year old daughter birthday party. Mm-hmm. Izzy, she's adorable, and uh, I had to. I was making Chelsea has been. We got the cricket, so we got this cricket so we could make die cut stickers yeah. for the podcast. That's why I bought it, but Chelsea <laughs> wanted it for a multitude of other reasons, and she's been using it. But she so sold much. it to you with the podcast. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, she was like, I'll, I'll, I'll pay half if we get this cheaper one. And like, she wanted to get this different kind. Yeah. And I'm not that way at all. I'm yeah. so bougie about the things that I buy, <laughs> even though I'm like always broke because of it. Yeah. But I'm really bougie about things, and I'm like, I want the nicest version like if i'm gonna have something i want it to be the best version that yeah. there is that's why i have a rolls royce no i'm just kidding <laughs> a tesla roadster drive a phantom to my set like fucking sixty thousand dollar a year job <laughs> yeah panda, panda, panda. speaking of which i had a dream this is gonna sound so bad but i had a dream that i was in a movie theater and designer pulled a gun and shot up the fucking movie theater. Oh my god, dude! Yeah. I've been having super strange dreams lately. Yeah, I had this one a couple weeks ago, um, where I was. The worst is if you fall asleep listening to podcasts. Then I'm definitely mm-hmm. gonna have weird. I, it used to happen a lot back in the day when I was listening to uh, um, Bill Burr's Monday Morning podcast. Yeah, because he just does these like comedic rants about everything, mm-hmm. and so I would just have the trippiest dreams, and they'd be changing <laughs> constantly because he's just changing yeah. his rants constantly. But the other day i woke up and i was like what the fuck was that dream it was a dream so devin and mariah are um friends of mine and then they're also like they're really um they're um really invested in like the disabled community like they Mm -hmm. spend time with handicapped kids like they worked at camp casey for a multitude of years and uh um mariah is getting her degree so that she can be an occupational therapist so she can actually help people who are dealing with ailments like Mm -hmm. that and then Devin is just a money-grubbing whore so he's not (laughs) helping that no i'm just kidding um he's uh, he's getting a job he's gonna be a a pa like a, a physician's assistant um so they're both kind of going to those fields with their jobs as well. Um, but I had this dream, and I think my brain connected the dots very strangely. Mm-hmm. And it was Mariah and Devin had a baby, but the baby was like came out as a toddler. And then the toddler was noticeably a little person. Mm-hmm. But the toddler looked exactly like Devin, but it was like... If you hey, you know what an adult little person looks like, yeah. you can give the proportions. It was those proportions, but as a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but the baby was jacked. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like this little person with Devin's face, but with more little person features. And but his arms muscle. His arms were shredded. Yeah. And he like came up to me and flexed at me like when I first met him. But the funny thing was also Devin was looking <clears throat> at me in a way that you could get from his facial features that he was telling me don't tell Mariah that the kid is a little person. Like she didn't know. <laughs> like he was like, kind of like, like everyone he was like, her don't tell. break her heart. Like, I don't want her to have to worry about like the yeah. struggle of it being like a different life. Yeah. It, all of this was relayed to me and just a look from yeah. him to me. Well, you got dream telekinesis or I don't know if it, it might've been Mariah telepathy. doing it to me instead of, you know, but it was the same message was given to me about this noticeable jacked little person. Baby <laughs> was like, we haven't gotten the doctors to say anything yet to us. Yeah. Don't like, don't break, break our the hearts. bubble. Yeah. Like, or like just one new, but yeah. don't break the other's bubble. And I was just like, the fuck <laughs> is going on? <laughs> and then last night I had this, maybe not last night, but the other night I had this really crazy dream about like, it was like a zombie apocalypse type thing, mm-hmm. but it was also combined with kind of this, like a, um, what's that movie with Tom Cruise? With the noises that are like, the like a uh, crazy um, end of times noises with the aliens and shit. War of Worlds. Oh, War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. Yeah. So yeah. it kind of had that vibe too. Cause I remember at one point there was this, uh, we were like driving down the road. Dude, my dreams are <laughs> What's so. What's Tom Cruise movie that goes, <laughs> uh, I do with life and sound a lot, Aaron. <laughs> 
As you can tell, I get a lot of things from visuals, like Devin looking at me. I can tell what he's saying, and then the sound relays the entire movie to me. You know that? uh, That's all I got out of the movie was the whole plot of the movie. That's like, (laughs) (laughs) um. But there, we were driving down the road, and there's like this older Chevy in front of us, mm-hmm. and I think I got the picture of the Chevy, like the thought process of what Chevys look like, because my friend Kelly posts photos of her older Chevy mm-hmm. truck, and it just like melted, like it just the car, just like all the pigment of the car started to like float away, like yeah. Avengers style dust, Thanos. and then it, like the color of it, and then the whole thing disappeared, and I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" But so it was like this apocalypse type thing, and then we we're in this dark house with all the dogs, mm-hmm. and then the dogs got let out of a door at one point, and I was just like, "Oh no!" I was like, "This is so bad. The dogs are gonna get out, and like they're gonna get like Bond. infected mm-hmm. because like there was also like a zombie scenario and." then when i found all the dogs they had all been bitten Mm -hmm. and they were all bloody and i had to put all of them down in Mm. the in the dream and so i had to kill all of our dogs (laughs) which was the worst (laughs) and then like i had to flee but surprisingly in this dream i didn't have that as much sad emotion as i thought i would have in real life like Mm -hmm. i know in real life i would have been like fuck but it's also like the combination of like dealing with the stressors of this new world yeah. that it just like was lowered, I guess. But it was also like, dogs, why are you so dumb? Like, I'm yeah. so sad that they were so like dumb. Yeah. That their, their that drive they dog took things. them to do dog stuff. Yeah. It's just like, why aren't you? How smarter? fucking dare you? Yeah. Why aren't you human? <laughs> <laughs> Where are your thumbs? <laughs> if you had thumbs, this wouldn't have happened. <laughs> yeah. So that was like, weird ass dream that i had i've been having a few of those strange ones yeah but back to what i was saying we were making these (laughs) shirts for izzy yeah um and so even making those shirts even though that's like a fun creative thing like making my own t-shirts it was it's really fun i got to make her like some tiny merch that matched the merch that we had gotten Mm -hmm. and um i had gotten I made her an infant animate t-shirt as well. That was pretty cool. I just kind of crafted together myself. I got the text from one invent animate thing. And then I just like took this picture of a a wolf and then added a crescent moon to the wolf's body to change it up a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, I did really enjoy making that shirt. That was blast beats breakdowns and BFAW. (laughs) Like I was like, no one's going to really know what this means. But to me, I was like, this is awesome. That a baby could wear this. This is hilarious. (laughs) It was so awesome. Cause I put like the drumsticks next to the, yeah, blast beats and then the rock on symbol and then bfaw put uh, the shore sm7b which is what we're talking into now which are the fucking rogan mics as dane would say got the fucking rogan mics (laughs) (laughs) but even doing that i was so addicted to going to the beach that i was like oh man i can't go i gotta give up i gotta give up my time to make these really cool things that i also enjoy doing but i can't go to the beach what the heck um but I did really enjoy that. So if anybody from the any listeners of the podcast want to go to the fucking beach, let's go to the goddamn the beach. beach. I definitely am. I, I'm definitely going to be spending a lot more time there. I almost went there today, even yeah. though it was raining out, just because I was like, I need this habit to be like. Well, after part of what I'm dealing work with. time, it wasn't terrible. No, it wasn't. It was, I came back to pick up Veli though, and uh, then I sat in her. I started listening to Mastodon again. Mm-hmm. Like, their older the Leviathan album is one of my fucking favorites of all time. Yeah. I love it. Because uh, I was listening to Craig Reynolds from Straight From The Paths podcast called The Downbeat Podcast. Mm-hmm. If you're into music, if you're into drumming, if you like heavy music, I definitely recommend listening to that podcast. He's just really funny. Yeah. Like, um And he does podcasts with people in like the music industry and a lot of drummers from heavy bands. Which is just really fun because they'll bullshit about drumming and then talk about whatever. You yeah, know? it's just that's what's cool about podcasts is that it's not always on topic. Yeah, I like podcasts with segments, and if you guys want us to have segments, you can tell us, and I'll try to make them. I guess. Yeah, but uh, at a certain point, I like the open ended just. We can talk about whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, that it's like literally we started talking about the beach and we've talked about five things because of the beach has led us down these tangents. But I was listening to that and then I went to Lavella's school and I started listening to Mastodon because he was talking about um, Bran Daler, I believe is his name, the drummer for Mastodon. And he was talking about how all their albums are apparently concepts. Like all of them were conceptual albums. So a concept album for people who don't know is like the entirety of the album is, has a theme and they're telling a story throughout the lyrics of all the things. Like, so almost like the songs are acting 
acts of a story. And so they have different stages to them and kind of gives an added element to both like mostly albums have a general sound. So an album, you don't usually listen to it and get like a very different feel from each song. Like they all have this overarching feeling to them. And it's just like adding more to that. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to go back and I listened to the album they were talking about. And then I was like, fuck this. I got to go listening, listen to like, there's this 13 minute. Were they talking about crack the sky? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. It was the one that was the big conceptual album. Yeah. And then they talked about another one as well. But then I went back and I listened to, uh, the song is called hearts alive. If you guys want to check it out, it's a Macedon, the Leviathan album. It's mostly instrumental. There's occasional, um, vocals in the song but it's mostly just like awesome beautiful drums and guitar throughout the whole thing it's one of my favorite songs like ever of all time back Mm -hmm. when i was in back when i was like 14 15 that was really when i started getting into heavy music you actually you and ryan actually introduced um blood and thunder to mastodon no you originally you guys played um um children no um fuck um what is that song Sorry, one second. I haven't That's listened to enough. fucking Mastodon in a hot minute. That's fine. I'm just sorry. I'm just trying to fill time while I can pull it up because I'm pulling it up right now. I know Blood and Thunder was like the big one. Yeah, it was. It was because um, that was on fucking Child- rock. Band, it was isn't Children it? Colony of Birchman. It was a oh. song you guys were trying to play yeah. on an acoustic guitar at my house uh, because I was listening to Avenged Sevenfold at the time, and you mm-hmm. guys were like, "That's gay," <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, Which, what? what's funny is I think maybe a year before that, uh, six guys- months, <laughs> we were like, "Man, Avenged Sevenfold's fucking dope." <laughs> That's how it goes, though. But then yeah. once you guys introduced that to me, it was like that, and then it moved to Pantera, and then that really like fostered me, like kind of five years later, throwing it in your face that I was listening to Deathcore and you being like, "What the fuck even is this? Yeah. How do you like this?" You know, because you were still in like you were bridging into Lexus on Fire at that point, mm-hmm. and then you slowly got into Eated like r- just right after that. Yeah, um, and that was when you started doing scream vocals. For, well, like, no, I think song. I found. Alexis on fire because of every time I die. Because Andrew showed me every time I die. And then I heard in rehab okay. and found Dallas Green. Yeah. And then I was like, what's this city and color shit? Oh, he was in a different band? Whoa, oh, really? look at this. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't know how you guys had found about City and Color, but I knew that I was listening to Every Time I Die long before I had knew who Dallas Green was. Mm-hmm. And I learned about Dallas Green from Christina. And then that after you guys left Arizona was like the entirety of my music mm-hmm. catalog was like, I'm sad and alone and I'm going to listen to <laughs> you guys left me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then after that, it was a lot of like the forum and, um, death cab and, and, yeah. and all those like more alternative kind of all up in my feels bands. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Mastodon, I was listening to Mastodon when I went to go pick up Lavella. And I forgot how I got to pick up Lavella. Oh, yeah, I was going to go to the beach. So, yeah, I was going to go, but I had to go pick her up. And then her bitch ass didn't even tell me that she was sick today. So I was sitting in her, like, parking lot at school, like, waiting for her. Yeah. And she's like, I'm at home. And then she's like, I'm hungry. And I was like, okay, what do you want? And then classic woman, she's like, I don't know. And then she sends me a text, popsicles. And then she goes, no, don't get that. And I was like, (laughs) okay. And so I I would have been like... You're on your own. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> well, I, it was also like my dad wanted me to check on her to make yeah. sure she wasn't like, oh, I'm sick, but all my little hood rat friends are at yeah. the house. And so I went and got her some chicken noodle soup and some berries, and, and I ate a bunch of strawberries berries and blueberries, and, cream, and then I and fell into a coma. It was delicious. Yeah. Um, but I went and said hi to them, took Jared to tutoring, and then came back, and I took a nap yeah and we both took naps today yes We're, i'm so proud I fucking of us needed one today. dude me too i was in the stage that i was laying in bed and i was starting to watch this documentary called uh the left brain or the creative brain mm-hmm. is what it's called i i didn't really watch much of it because as i was out. watching it i started watching a youtube video on grounding so that i could have <laughs> something to talk about on the podcast and then i was like too much sensory input i can't sleep to this yeah and um so that like took me to like I took a to I took a constructive nap and I was actually pretty proud of myself to like take a nap that yeah. was a nap, you know? It was like 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And um I think so we went on this run 
like mm-hmm. a week ago. We went on this run that was absolutely brutal. Why are you in here, Bubba? <laughs> I don't. How did, did you? Do you have thumbs? Did you just open the door? What are you doing, doofus? Hi, I love you. I'll be back upstairs in a little bit. My dog has broken in. Pam, no. <laughs> Pam's like, not me. Okay, you can stay here, Bobo. Um, and I forgot what I was talking about. What a little turd. Um, what was I Proud of about? us for taking constructive naps. Oh, yeah, taking naps. Because uh, we went on this run. Yeah. And it was so gnarly. Like, it wasn't in the time. It, w- it was definitely difficult. Like, I yeah. think running in general is just like... You said it best. I mean, you can restate what you said about right. running. About uh, the bitch voices? Yeah, or the demons. Much. Yeah. Yeah, like, the reason... We were talking about how you wanted to get into... Or get back into road biking. And I was saying how I like the aspect of having to fight your mind the whole time you're running. Because as soon as you start, as soon as you, like your breath starts going a little faster and your heart rate goes up. As soon as you start running, your mind's immediately trying to stop you. And that's the thing that I, I like most about running is fighting that. Because yeah. I feel like that's one of the best tests of willpower, especially if you go long enough to the point where you're like, I'm going to fucking throw up. But you can keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing. And then you're like, oh, I'm not going to throw up. I'm actually fine. And then you catch that second wind and you're like, oh, shit, I can go for a lot longer. Like, yeah. it's the the best way that I've found solo to test your test your, your fortitude mite. and yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's the best way to like build your your own like self-discipline yeah and your your just mental willpower to be able to be like no I can keep going yeah. and that all goes back to the army because they fucking forced us to run. Mm-hmm. So it was like, well, I can't stop. That's the hardest thing is like, I'm so competitive that I don't want you to be better at any of the things <laughs> that we do together. Like I want to be better at all of them. Yeah. And like, I, I'm also happy for your success, but I'm also like, I want to be able to kill him. <laughs> like it, it's difficult for me. You know? So like I had seeing you run faster than me and like with more ease, I'm like, fuck. And so like, I try to keep up and, and I, I was fairly proud of myself for running as long as we did for yeah. like, not being a runner ever and not having ever run that much Mm -hmm. and it does like bring me some solace to realize that you ran all the fucking time in the army (laughs) so so you were just fucking sandbagging me you cunt sandbagging me oh yeah i was running like shit that day (laughs) yeah we um, used to do six miles on super hilly roads mm -hmm. and our motivation was that we got to leave early if we finished Oh, yeah. As soon as we finished, we got to leave. So I got it down to like 45 minutes, six miles in under an hour about, which is pretty gnarly. Yeah. But ain't uh, no Cam Haynes pace, but have yeah. you seen that dude run? No. He's crazy as fuck. I've seen like little clips of YouTube or not. He YouTube, can but run Instagram. at like a six minute pace and have a full blown conversation for like 30 miles. Fuck that guy. The whole time, <laughs> he'll talk to the Instagram phone while yeah. somebody's like driving next to him holding it, and he'll just be like, so guys, we're out here just hammering today, and he's just like, <laughs> but he looks like he's sprinting. Yeah. You know, like when we well, got- Well, he is sprinting. He, well, not a Cam Haynes sprint, but a normal human. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Sprint. I mean, when we were coming up that last hill, it was like a really long, gradual hill, but I was literally just like, just picking my feet up yeah. so that I didn't trip. It was so hard. Yeah. My legs were completely rigid and like carrying around, even now that I've lost 40 pounds, like carrying around We still around got this. thick ass legs. Like yeah, it used to be a joke whenever I'd go to the gym with my buddies that I could do nothing but bicep curls and my calves would grow. <laughs> <laughs> we do have like insane genetics for leg mass. Yeah. Like my legs are giant and they just have been since I was a kid. My quads aren't so big, but my calves are like next fucking level shit. My quads could use some more like definition, mm-hmm. but like overall size of my legs, I don't need them to be any bigger. <laughs> like it's just would get out of hand. Pants would get a lot harder to find. Yeah. It's already hard to like find shorts like i bought a pair of reeboks when we were in arizona mm-hmm. and even them just with the regular thickness of my legs moving feels restricted yeah so i have to buy like i buy pretty much i buy jeggings yeah you know like i buy these fucking like 
spandex style pants all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. that's also me just like having this weird inner dialogue that's like, you could need to defend yourself at any time. <laughs> you got a kick. And then some guy just screams, Mortal Kombat! And then, yeah, I just throw head kicks and stuff. But <laughs> that's why I wear those stretchy ass jeans. Or you might go to a show and you might need to do fucking head kicks spinning for Jesus, kicks. Dude, yeah. yeah. Spin kicks, whirlwinds, all the fucking windmills, all the good stuff. Um, but yeah, if my legs were any bigger, I'd be like, God damn it, dude. Yeah. It definitely like, it can be daunting. I just got this big old dick. I can't handle it. (laughs) (laughs) No, my legs are so big, make my dick look baby dick. Uh, That tiny ween, dude. I'm definitely a grower. (laughs) There ain't much to show, guys. (laughs) God damn it. You're like, thank the Lord that the penis can do this kind of thing where it just like triples or quadruples in size. It's like like the Grinch's heart. It's about to be embarrassing. Embarrassing. Yeah. Thanks, Jim Carrey. Episode twenty-three. Woo! <laughs> it grew in three sizes. <laughs> oh, yeah, but that run it it made me learn a little bit about relaxation because of how much it fucked me up. Yeah, because you were out of commission for the next what two days? Four days. Oh shit! So for the, on the fourth day, I was okay, yeah. but like those three days. The first day, I thought it was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was just that natural soreness that you feel like after you do a really long workout, after yeah. like you haven't worked that set of muscles in a while, where you kind of feel like somebody hit you with a sledgehammer while yeah. you're sleeping. And, and then the next day, it was the same pain, but in more spots. <laughs> and so, like, I was it's sitting, spreading. I was sitting down on the toilet like every time, like just <laughs> flopping my ass down there. Whenever that happens, I'm always worried that I'm going to break the fucking toilet. Yeah, like just my luck. It was it was rough, man. Yeah. I mean, I was getting in and out of my car. Like I would have to while I was getting into my car, I'd reach in and grab my steering wheel mm-hmm. so that as I sat down into my car, like I had that resistance. Mm-hmm. And then when I was getting out, I'd have to like hand on steering wheel, <laughs> hand on the top of my window frame <laughs> to like get out. Yeah. I was walking down the stairs sideways most of the time. I almost <laughs> fell down the stairs a couple times because I was using my heels to like brace the yeah. Because if you fully extend your your foot flexion it's gonna hurt you don't realize how uh how specific your movements are Mm -hmm. when like just going up and down stairs until your legs are fucking shot yeah and then just those little inflections of moving your toes to catch more and then to your heels or articulating your ankle yeah and then the just slight bending of your leg to catch the force is so painful it was <laughs> fucked man it was it was a rough ass time but it made it so that i was i talk about on a lot of podcasts i don't deal well with stillness mm-hmm. but for those few days <laughs> you were perfectly i was content. having a grand old time just fucking watching youtube and not moving <laughs> at all which was which was actually cool it was like good for me to realize that those stillness times can be like a little better yeah and i found better ways to like deal with relaxation as well like kind of integrate my two styles of thinking whereas like so i'm not just a complete lackluster bullshit like nothing do nothing dude yeah so i like have a kettlebell in the living room and lately when i'm watching tv i've been like doing some some kettlebell flow type stuff yeah for fun that might seem really weird to people that they're like you're throwing around weights while you're watching tv but i mean i used to do push-ups in between like load screens of video games yeah when i watched uh, like that <laughs> i used to when i was playing a game i would do like 10 push-ups before every lobby mm-hmm. and then uh if i got like a certain amount of deaths i'd do like two push-ups for every death i got yeah and uh so like i'd be on the mic with devin and then you just hear me like because i'm like just banging out push-ups while i'm respawning yeah well Um, i did that with what fucking game was it i think it was uh oh fuck it was ufc it was ufc3 um i was in career mode and i kept getting my ass whooped by fucking rashad evans or some shit and every time i lost i was like oh well Gotta do some fucking push-ups. Back Gotta in get better. The first UFC or one of the first two? The 2009. Was, it was the the first one for Xbox One, I think. Oh. But I was dying so much on the career mode, mm-hmm. and I was like already at a point where I had kind of like my winning, uh, my what is that called my record wasn't doing super well yeah and so i'd go up against these no-name dudes and they'd trash me and i'd rage quit (laughs) the xbox like i'd shut it off before it could save that i lost to them oh yeah just because i was like i can't fucking lose again (laughs) 
You gotta be kidding me. Oh, but yeah, shit. I've uh, noticed. I think I think that's gonna be like a key to like me getting to the point where I'm like happier with my body is is not <clears throat> focusing so much on like these big tasks of like dedicating this long thing of uh, to big workouts to big workouts. I mean, like I definitely still want to have more workouts, and there's a lot more that I'm gonna be integrating. But I think a lot of my uh, workouts are gonna be going in the direction of more like lifestyle fun activities. Mm-hmm. So like Muay Thai is already one of them, and I do need to do more lifting but like road biking and like the occasional run mm-hmm. and walking on the beach <laughs> the occasional run <laughs> i, I want to get into Fuck running but runs. i've never been like <clears throat> i i think i could get the same from my cardio and biking in a more of a meditative state mm-hmm. running is something that i want to do specifically because it's torturous yeah but i don't feel like it builds me up as much as completing a bike ride because completing a bike ride is almost like a genetic thing that i can do it's like Mm -hmm. i feel like our bodies are built for bike riding and i've been riding a bike since i was a kid that it immediately reaches a meditative state yeah where i i go to this like i go to that flow state really quickly yeah and i can push myself without struggling so i'll be pushing myself really hard and going as fast as i can but it never becomes a point overwhelming where i'm trying to quit i can always pass that that wave and like i need to learn how to get past that wave and running but i also think that with the mass of our legs i don't think running's as good for our joints as riding a bike is well it Yes and no. We have genetic bad you have knees. To learn it's like to... an excuse for me as well. Yeah. But I'm not like I'm not saying I don't want to be doing that. But if I had to pick five days a week running or biking, even if I could run all the time, yeah. I like biking more. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like something that I want to be. I want to be doing more. I feel like running is mentally just better for like just for me. The way that I look at it is. One, the mental aspect is huge, but, like, I always play out these end-of-the-world fucking fantasies in my head just because, I don't know, I've been obsessed with end-of-the-world bullshit ever since I was little. But, like, I want to be able to run for as long as I can should I need to in a situation like that, even though, one, if something like that does happen, who's to say that I'm going to be one of the fucking lone survivors to yeah. actually have to deal with that shit. But that's the thing. It's like, I want it. I want to train it because I want it to be a part of my toolkit. But yeah. it's just like, when it comes down to my regular state, it's usually a state of anxiety and yeah. internal stress and terror. Biking is, <laughs> and <terror. laughs> I like how you just casually say terror, but it's like a way of me. It's a act of meditation for yeah. me. And, and, I like any thing that is so part of me that it doesn't feel like a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, it just feels like fun and it's just like an activity that builds me up rather than something I have to like wake up in the morning to do. You know, you're like, fuck. Yeah. Which those are, those are things that I need to do more of a hundred percent and I will do more of those, but not all the time. Yeah. I don't all the time <laughs> want to do that. I don't always want to wake up and go, fuck. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would like to run like a mile like three days a week, at mm-hmm. least a mile. Like I like running one mile. I'd like to do a marathon before I'm like broken yeah, to the point cool. where I can't. Yeah. Cause I, I, I like the idea of a marathon just because it's gnarly. Yeah. I think a sprint triathlon would be for, really fun too. Yeah. That'd be cool. It's like a few miles running, a few miles biking, a few mm-hmm. miles swimming. I think that or would that be a lot of fun. ski to see shit. Do you Fucking remember that at Super all? fat Burt Kreischer can do it. So I feel like we could do sprint, mar- sprint triathlon. Yeah. He's so fucking fat. Do you remember the ski to see shit at all that our family used to do? I don't think so. <laughs> Where it started at the top of the mountain and ended in the ocean. It was like a big relay race. I know was, my dad did a yeah, biking. He did the part biking portion. There's like pictures of him fucking throwing up while, there? <laughs> while he's riding. Damn. Yeah. No, I don't. I, I've heard about <laughs> my dad doing it, but I yeah. haven't heard any other part of like I you didn't know that were the there. Did it. Well, like, yeah, it was probably hella tiny. We though. were camping. Because it was, I forget what fucking campsite it was at, but like we'd always go camping every year mm-hmm. while I did that event. 
It was really cool. What are the portions? Like, so what are the sports that they do? You said, like, I think, I don't know if it was cross country or downhill skiing, but that was one of them. And then road biking and then canoeing. Oh, that's cool. I think was the other one. Like, you canoe through a river to the ocean is the last leg. Mm. But I don't remember the ski portion. I don't know if it was downhill or um, cross country. That sounds super cool, though. Yeah, but I, you, I forget what fucking mountain it was, but you start at the top of the mountain, make your way down to the road, and then they road bike, and then from road bike to the kayak or canoe, and then canoe to the ocean, and it was done. That sounds nuts. That'd be fun to do. Yeah. 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 I want to do the Seattle to Portland um, STP on bikes. Mm-hmm. That's something that they do like every year, so it'd be fun to do that at some point. Yeah, just I really do like road biking, and also spandex are fun to wear. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my butt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, that was um, that's just exciting to like find stuff that I mean that I've learned to kind of. I that run did help me like reset and figure out kind of how to relax a little bit more. Yeah, and I think that's something I need to be like I focus so much on on building and fixing and doing all the time that I don't focus on recovery. Yeah. Like well, it's at like all. defragging your fucking mental hard drive. So yeah. you've got all these fragments because you've got pieces of shit everywhere. These little projects that you're working on. But when you sit down and just fucking be, yeah, then you kind of create more space. And the thing is that I, I think I just, for a long time, I didn't figure out how to do that while I was relaxing. So relaxing yeah. was just wasted time. It wasn't a way of me, um, relieving those mm-hmm. stressors or pl- like processing those thoughts. And I think like with the beach walk activity and like mm-hmm. taking Archer to the beach where he just attacks the waves for 40 minutes, like and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> But just spending more time, especially out in nature, summer is like a big time for me. I just feel so yeah. good. Um, and so just spending more time doing stuff outside and in in, in a leisure form, not in like a struggle form, yeah. is definitely something that I can see having a positive effect. Yeah. I'm kind of... Like I was saying a couple of episodes ago, I'm super bummed that winter's over. Like, I keep seeing all these videos of people doing fucking summer snowboarding and shit, or mm-hmm. spring snowboarding, and I'm like, yeah. you motherfuckers. This road trip down to fucking, uh... What, is it Mount Hood or Mount fucking... Hood. Did you your yeah. yeah. I might have to. You could fucking sign up well, to I get, gotta get a new board. by uh, Casey Willex. You can oh, take my board. Shit. Same size. Just mm-hmm. take mine. Um... I mean, it'd be different than the kind of board that you want to ride, but it would be like fucking. And then you'd probably learn that Pow's actually sick, and you're not <laughs> dumb, and you're just a dumb bitch. I mean, I have no problem with you but doing shit boards. all next year while I'm just in the Pow. That's fine yeah. with me. I don't mind like just bombing. I just love being. It gives me the most nature feel. Yeah, and that's what brings me the most enjoyment is the trees and like the the topography of the mountain and Mm -hmm. all the like changes in pitch and the falling in the snow and laughing really hard and just like well i've got that skateboard background so hitting a rail again doing board slides and shit i was like oh this is fucking dope it's definitely really cool yeah like when i would go off a jump and like do do it well it was fucking awesome for sure um but it doesn't have that same flow state to me as the as that back there does Mm. it's not something that i i mean it's not something that I'm not going to try and be way better at because yeah. I would love to. It is just terrifying to me, and I don't want to get hurt. Yeah. Um. And it's really easy to get hurt because I yeah. fucked my ass up, like, <laughs> just on, like, a flat thing. Yeah. I fell on there and, like, bruised my knee for, like, two weeks just on the super smallest thing that I was doing. Yeah. But I, I definitely want to get better at that as well. Um, We just got a travel rig. Oh, yeah. Well, we don't have it yet. So, it'll be here in a couple of days. Did you get the stands with the screw-on ends, or did you get, like, inserty shit? Screw-on. Okay. Yeah. Like the table stands. Okay. You're supposed to be more excited about the travel rate. I'll be excited when it's here, and we can see how it works and all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know they can't hear your face, right? It's okay. And since they you can, don't put out the can, video... The, the Dylan doesn't get silent very much, so when they feel the silence, they're like, he's rolling his eyes into the back of his asshole right now. 
<laughs> he is looking out of his asshole right it now. It hurt my head to do that as hard <laughs> as I was doing it. I could do it to the different corners too. But we got fucking travel, Rick. Yeah. Because so on the Andrew Kearns podcast, we talked to Andrew about this guy who was a skier and like a road biker. Um, but he, not just about uh, Corey, but we talked about Corey um, doing this like backflip on like a like a. He like skied down a mountain and crossed water and like did a backflip. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he sent me that video after that point, and uh, he, Andrew had done a small kind of like feature on them mm-hmm. about their just artistic lifestyle. And so I've been thinking about getting a travel rig um, recently, just because I know that the direction I want to take this podcast is traveling. In, it one is traveling, but also it's it's doing podcasts with we we don't have a name we don't have yeah, a so big pull easier to go to people yeah like in a, a lot of point and music the only way we're really gonna like it's hard to catch a touring band and be like oh you guys are on an off day come to our house yeah let's do a podcast here where it's like we could easily hopefully in the future go down go down we're gonna be at the show anyways we show up a few hours early and we you know either find a park that's near the the venue or just in the green the room green room or their bus or, or, or whatever. whatever yeah and it's like a it's a way of us kind of sneaking into friendships with band members yeah. which is something that i'm just a big fan of in general yeah but uh so we got like the capability it will be here in a few days for us to take these same high quality microphones with possibly an even better recording setup um with like better preamps and stuff yeah. like that to be honest it might be better than our in-house yeah. setup and we can take it and go to bc and possibly do podcast with andrew Bena eventually and like go to bc and possibly do one with spirit box which would be dope and like i mean it's unlikely we'll get anybody from north lane but they're gonna be here in august and it's yeah. like it's a possibility you know it's like i'm surprised to look at our downloads novelists like, if they come back yeah definitely like there's a, there's the guys from earth drones 100 like are, i i know that zach's in and and there's just like certain people that are a little bit far away, but it'd be really easy to do podcasts with them if we had the means. And yeah. so I got the idea. I've been having the idea just because my personality is kind of linked to things a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And so when I start to lose motivation about certain things, I'll buy a new pair of boxing gloves and that'll like get me a little bit more excited. And mm-hmm. so like having new gear for the podcast and like the idea of having this cool fucking suitcase that you open <laughs> that has, are you going to buy handcuffs to fucking <laughs> bind it to your probably hand? Not a bad idea to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll just chain it to the back of my car yeah. so that somebody can't take it. But, um, the idea of like having a professional setup like that so that even though we're going, I mean, we still have this garbage camera, but, uh, the idea of like having really high quality stuff so that when we do go to a podcast with people, they're like, these guys are cool and they take this seriously is cool to me. And we can do camping podcasts. We can do that fucking top of the mountain car camping shit that we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. Don't do a podcast. Totally can. And that'll be like really cool, and I think that'll kind of liven up the idea of getting some of more of those adventure type people because, yeah. like, naturally they do that anyways. And so to we could be like, hey, we can fucking talk about it. Yeah, let's fucking talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have for time, man? Um, fifty three minutes. Oh, nice. Almost there. Yeah. Um, I do want to say thank you to Ray for uh, I hit. I said like I was just feeling in a weird funk the other day, and he hit me up, and he was just like kind of preach the same things that i'm always preaching on here to me which mm-hmm. is nice because sometimes i don't want to just listen to the podcast yeah. and be like oh my god you're so annoying <laughs> but uh he like kind of said like hey man like just change something about your day to yeah. change your your mindset and so like i've been doing more of that lately and it has been helping a lot like with taking a nap when i'm usually like very anti-nap yeah and going to the beach when not that was not something that i had felt was a part of my personality i was like i like mountains way more than i like the beach <laughs> i'm just not gonna go Fuck the beach. but i work so much there's no fucking way i can make it to the mountain in the yeah. middle of the week it just doesn't happen um, unless it's to snowboard and yeah. you're trying to be sleep deprived afterward yeah which we definitely <laughs> were every time but it was so fucking it worth was it so fucking fun and also i'm a shitty co-pilot so i got to nap <laughs> on the way up too that was tight um but yeah, that's a that was 
that was helpful to me. And so thank you to Ray for that. And that's like the same thing. I mean, we've talked about it a lot, but if any of those things that we've talked about today are like things that you want to try, I highly recommend. Like there's certain things that I do day to day that, that add a lot of value to my life. Um, and that helped me kind of feel successful and, um, I can kind of go over what are those things, but like you, what are, for you, when you're like have a day that's kind of out of whack, like what are the things that you go to, to feel successful through? Like, I haven't really focused on it. Like I've been so used to just being in a baseline of nothing that I don't need to feel successful. I just need to get through the day. Yeah. Like that's my fucking reward. But the past two days I started writing a thousand words like yeah well i can do it in like 15 minutes now as long as i don't focus too much on what's actually being written Mm -hmm. like the majority of it's just been stream of consciousness bullshit with like little nuggets of like cool things but just getting the words on the page has been like fuck yeah I can do this. I'm going to write a goddamn novel. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this novel about? And it's like, uh, we don't it's know. It's fucking nothing. It's a lot of words, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's 100,000 words of just pure rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you writing rubbish 100,000 times. Rubbish, 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 rubbish. But yeah, writing is a big... Po- well, I've always... Ever since I was a little kid, I've been obsessed with the idea of being a writer. Like, I'd get stacks of paper for um like your notebooks in school the three ring binder paper mm-hmm. i'd be like oh yeah i could totally write all the stories in this shit and I, <laughs> of course i never would never but i'd have like thing. five stacks of the, of those things of paper like I, yeah i'm ready to go i'm kind of the same way too i'll do that with uh i buy a lot of notebooks because I'm yeah. like, this notebook's cool and i can put stuff down there because like i have a lot of thoughts but the problem is i never write put them, them down. down i just have them in my head a lot of the time that's yeah. why this is like really helpful to me because i can just kind of spurt them out yeah well that's one thing i found with the writing is just it feels like I'm clearing my head of all the bullshit so that maybe there will be room for actual good things later on. Even like poetry did that for me like a long time ago when I used to do that. It was like a, it was, I mean, dealing with all those, usually when you're writing poetry, you're mostly dealing with like a lot of negative feelings. Yeah. It was a, a way of artistically expressing them. And then and I, being I made the crucial teenager. mistake of showing them to people, and then I was just like, "God, kill yourself." But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that was now like, you got to write a poem about how showing them to people <laughs> fucked you up. Yeah, but it was like real relieving in that time that I was doing that. Yeah, yeah. Some of the stuff that I've I do that kind of gets me through the day is I have the water bottle at work. Mm-hmm. It's like. 40, 50 ounces, something like that. Like almost, it's like not as big as that this one. This is a 64? Yeah, I think it might be 40 ounces, but just like if I can get through one of those in a day, I feel okay. Like I'm like, okay, I did a, I did a reasonable job. It's yeah. like these small games I play with myself. Um, intermittent fasting is a big one. So for people that don't know what intermittent fasting is, it's kind of like a caloric restriction thing. I mean, it's all over the internet, so I assume you know what it is up to now. But it kind of goes hand in hand with the ketogenic diet you don't have to do it with a ketogenic diet i did it for a long time when i was not on the ketogenic diet but i definitely have more success now that i have that in place as well but you fast for 16 hours of the day so like once i go to bed at like let's say eight to ten o'clock whatever i have my last meal let's say eight o'clock and then i go to bed and i wake up and then my goal is to make it to noon the next day without ingesting any calories so i can i drink zero calorie energy drinks or coffee or a bunch of water or anything up to that point but if i can make it to noon then i can eat after noon and when i it helps me with like just general clarity as well i don't feel bogged down by the food and i don't make like a crucial mistake of eating like hash browns or some shit at the beginning of the day when you're thinking like oh this is this is breakfast food but really it's just like you're just putting turns into sugar system yeah um So it doesn't interfere with me that much, but it also makes me feel like, oh, I'm less likely to fuck up today and what I consume. Like the the nature of of nutrition nowadays is it's pretty easy to kind of ruin yourself. Yeah, especially with everything that's quickly available. It's all fucking garbage. Like if you look at every Costco, like every time you're walking through, they have like 40 different kinds of granola bar type Mm -hmm. things. And they're all sugar. Yeah, I mean, and, and there's becoming more that are less that way. 
But uh, luckily in keto, I can't really eat any of that stuff. Yeah. So, But you realize, like, if you go through a day and you start eating in the morning, you're just kind of eating all yeah. the time. Especially with my relationship with food as a kid it wasn't like we had a lot so i just naturally if it was there you're gonna fucking put it in your mouth yeah um like dicks and stuff um <laughs> but <laughs> popsicles my dogs. favorite joke anytime it comes up to that joke i just have to say it just because it's so <laughs> dumb but oh it's the best no foods are shaped like dicks it's the best, the best guys. <laughs> but uh yeah so getting to that noon time period just kind of makes me feel like oh okay i only have until i go to bed to eat now yeah and it's less likely that i'm going to devour more than my body is capable of processing and i'm not going to get fatter you yeah. know and i mean if you eat ice cream for the next eight hours good luck <laughs> but i mean go for it it's delicious <laughs> ben and jerry's but it has it's like helped me to like one it's like a mental battle and so it, it, it encourages me to like be more regimented with just my food or just life in general because mm-hmm. i have these like tasks and i also feel like i can be more motivated in the times leading up to the when i'm allowed to eat yeah. just because i'm not distracted by like oh man i can't wait to go to the cafeteria and yeah. get eggs and stuff and, and i still fuck up sometimes during the week but that's one way that definitely helps me um feel better like or just help me feel successful in a day i and, fucked uh, up one time doing the intermittent fasting i made it to 18 hours and i was like fuck it i'm gonna go 24 i'm gonna do 24 hours of no food and the next fucking day i woke up like two hours late for work because my body just crashed it was like dude yeah (laughs) before eric's wedding eric is a friend of mine um before eric's wedding I fasted for like 22 hours yeah. up until the time we were going to eat at the wedding. Yeah. And the only, I ate at the wedding one plate of food for my entire day. That yeah. was the one thing I ate, um, which was not enough calories to sustain a day. <laughs> and then I proceeded to drink five glasses of red wine. <laughs> Your boy got fucked up, dude. Turned I was having, fuck. I was having a grand old time. I definitely hope I get that fucking wasted at my wedding, dude, because it was like, <laughs> it was a goddamn party. Yeah. I was just laughing the whole time home while Devin drove and Mariah threw up in the front seat and Chelsea was <laughs> sloshed. So she was just like, oh, stop throwing up, gross. And then Mariah was just like, <laughs> and I was just howling, laughing. Oh my God. It was Poor fucking Devin. So good. But. Intermittent fasting, and um, I definitely increase or not increase. I definitely like encourage you guys to try the grounding thing, yeah. um, whether it's like in your grass yard or if it's at a park when you're walking your dog or even on the pavement. I mean, I think that stuff can kind of get through the rock of the pavement. Mm-hmm. The, those those electromagnetic fields, and yeah, all the woo woo bullshit. The natural energy from the crystals in the touch, middle of the earth. Touch the ground with your feet. And touch the ground with your wiener and <laughs> rest your naked body on the ground. Teabag the earth. Teabag. <laughs> <laughs> the Dalai Lama once said, rest your ball bag on the planet and you will know enlightenment. <laughs> And then get out and enjoy the sun. You know, yeah. people who are like, uh, I hate summer. It's so hot. Do you know how fucking helpful the sun is yeah. to you? Like, I mean, put your sunblock on. Don't get skin cancer. But vitamin D is so good for you, mm-hmm. dude. Vitamin dick, vitamin sun, all of those. Vitamin eggplant emoji. <laughs> vitamin water emoji, post eggplant emoji. That's a cum emoji. Mm. 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 My favorite. Post intermittent fasting, low to come. You're fucking having a grand old time, dude. Protein, electrolytes, all in one load. Go. It's the perfect fuel. Who needs amino acids? Who needs protein? Right here. Fuck those BCAAs. Organic. Fucking cage free. (laughs) Free range. Free range ball bags. Got that free range nut. God damn it. We almost made it through without no, a bunch no, never of gonna happen. <laughs> vulgarity. Uh, guys, if you made it up to this point, you could just stop now. It's probably not going to stop. But uh, we're at an hour. And so my only tips, I think, are just uh, go touch the sun with your nuts. Touch and the sun with your nuts? <laughs> touch the sun with your nuts and touch the ground with your heart. And <laughs> jerk off your neighbor and just like have a good time, you know? <laughs>
<laughs> Communal orgies. Uh, intermittent fast and then just make sure to just milk the nearest dude. And then, <laughs> God damn it. God. Oh my God. Okay, we're going to end here because I have to fart. God damn it. Okay. That's a valid reason. Are you yeah. trying to fart on the I, fucking no, mic? No, it went away. Darn. No, I wasn't definitely I'd not try, but I'd shit mic. my pants This right is now. the guest mic. I'm not going to fart into <laughs> the mic. That's aggressive. <laughs> that would be so mean. Hey, come on our podcast. Oh, Smell hey, that mic. Hey, Colleen, uh, we know you like photos and stuff, and what does my fart taste like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This has been episode 23 of the Best That's Why podcast. Uh, follow us on Instagram at BFAWHY, on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash BFAWHY. The outro uh, does all that. It's just the intro. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Follow us. Yeah. Follow us on. Oh, and we're starting. Well, we've had the website for a little bit, but we're starting to work on it here shortly. Yeah. I'll probably post some of my ramblings from the daily writing on there. Sweet. Something to keep me motivated or accountable on the facebook page too though the facebook page gets pretty good traffic i definitely highly recommend that one so do that because we need more on there anyways yeah um even though it's just bullshit of me talking about oh i'm writing a thousand words today whatever dude blogs get traffic yeah get that shit Mm. all right guys best of esquire episode 23 we love you very much and we will talk to you next week deuces later Thanks again for listening to today's episode of the Best Friends Ask Why podcast. If you like what you heard today, we'd really appreciate it if you could go on whatever service you use to listen or watch the podcast and leave us a review. Five-star reviews are what helps spread the word and build a community around our podcast. If you have any cool guest ideas, questions, or just want to reach out, hit us up on our social media at BFAY. That's B-F-A-W-H-Y. One last time, thank you very much, and we look forward to hearing from you.